Rock the Ripple. Rock the Ripple. The Rock the Ripple Podcast with Narita McInnes. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rock the Ripple podcast. I'm your host, Narita McInnes. It is so awesome to be here with you as always. And today is another very special day because I have a very special guest on the show. He is the host of Wade's World podcast. He is a shadow worker. He is a bridge between two worlds, opening the minds and souls of many. He is an awesome human coming all the way from New Zealand. He is the one and only Wade Oss. Wade Oss, welcome to the show. Oh, kia ora, kia ora. Thank you for that. Jesus, that was a... <laughs> That was an intro and a half. You blew my mind there. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, welcome. I've got to bring it all together. Welcome the man to the show. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate the um the invitation to have me on too. Um, yeah, there was no no ifs or buts. As soon as you asked, yep, there we go. So thank yeah. you. Yeah, thank you. Um, so l- let's just start where we always do at the start of a podcast. And for those who may not know you and, uh, you know, who is this guy on my screen? Uh, give us a bit of an intro and a bit of your story and just wherever you want to take us, basically. Yeah, sweet. Well, first of all, my name, my whole name, so everyone knows, and, and it's no word of a lie, is, is Wade Freeman. So um, I was born as a, as a free man and I'm going to stay a free man for the rest of my life. So um that was you know it, it, it starts off straight from birth really um I've never been one that's been asleep to the world I've always I've always been aware I've always been um the kid that was a little bit different the always got in trouble at school for asking the the whys the whats the you know the every other question that they didn't want you to ask so um, was always labelled sort of the the bad child or the 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 child that probably had ADD or something like that that couldn't sit still and and things like that. But um, I guess at the end of the day, who I am is is built on on who I was as a child and and um, you know I guess just being aware of the world and I've always been aware of the world, like I said. So um, I don't see it any different than I've always seen it. Um, and but I see it completely differently to how everyone else sees it. So I guess that's the easiest way to explain myself. I know it's a little bit of a a, a broad assumption, but it's um, it's the easiest way. I'm, I'm very, I'll be honest. I was very different to everyone else. So mm. and and knowing that I'm an old soul too, as well, since I since I was very young, um, and and knowing that. I was always here for something else. And I always felt like growing up, I always felt like I was either here too late or too early. Mm. Um, that I felt like whatever I was here to do, I'd either missed or, you know, I was going to miss because I was here too late or too early um, to obviously now realizing um, why I'm here. Um, you know, being through post-traumatic stress disorder, anxiety, depression, you know, for 10 15 years of my life because I could see the way the world was going and I could see, you know, what was happening to humanity with, and there was pretty much nothing I could do. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's sort of a bit about me. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's been a mixed journey of a life really, but um, I wouldn't have it any other way. So mm. um, I've experienced all, all facets of life that you could experience from the from right at the top of good and to, to right at the bottom of being you know right down the bottom so um I wouldn't have it any other way though it's made me who I am today so 
Mm, I can totally relate to that. Absolutely. And so when you're talking like it's some people have had this awakening experience that's blown their minds through the way it's it's kind of like you were born with that. So you've always had these different glasses that you've been wearing for other uh, compared to other people, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And mm. and it was always, you know, since I've been studying the government corruption since I was 14. Um, mm. Wow. You know, I was pre prior to to sort of started to learn about that, you know, I was seeing things, you know, seeing entities and, and vibrational beings and um, things that were sort of, you know, as, as a kid, you know made you shit scared because you didn't you didn't understand it you didn't know what it was no one and of course you didn't really want to say anything because if you did you no one knew what you were talking about anyway so um it was a a, this is i guess the onset of of post-traumatic stress disorder anxiety and depression too because you've got to hold all this in you can't speak to it to anyone about it um and just holding all this in but yeah I've, I've definitely seen the world with a with a different set of eyes um and i'm learning that more and more every day as this awakening is happening as well for the rest of everyone else is you know a lot of people and i'm just will mention this quickly a lot of people always come to me and they're like oh you know everyone's waking up too slow they're waking up too slow like man if you guys have been awake 20 years ago and seen how many people have been waking up in the last four years you'd be mind blown um it's it's actually amazing to see you just have to look at it from a different perspective and and you can see the amazing things that are happening Mm, yeah it's it does blow your mind hey like even just 10 years ago there wasn't too many people but I feel like it started to really gain momentum and yeah this last four years has been mental (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's a rocket ship it's just yeah yeah yeah, it's so phenomenal. Um, you know, you were talking about um, before about entities and being able to see things. Was this like things that you would be seeing in your mind's eye or actually having these experiences of things being around you that you could um, pick up or both, a mix of both? Mix of both, um, yeah. both in, in in real, well, if you want to call it real time and, and dream time. Yeah. Um, you know, just for the people out there that want to separate things. But I... I I was seeing things on the daily, um, you know, that were around me. I always had this this one shadow that used to follow me all the time. Um, mm. Used to stand in my doorway when I was sleeping and and things like that. And um, never really got a bad sense of it, but I was always nervous around it because I didn't understand it. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know who it was or, or what it was doing. There was definitely one that always showed himself or herself to me, which I believe you know, through and through now that it was my grandfather that's that's kept me awake um, the whole time. Um, and then obviously in dreams as well. So I, I, as a kid, I used to have a lot of um, not night terrors, but a lot of a lot of um, nightmares and, and things like that. Um, well, which you would class as nightmares. But now, obviously, I have a more understanding of of what I was seeing back then. So I still sort of remember all the dreams and, and things that used to scare the shit out of me. So now it's um, now to see it from again, as, as growing older and, and experiencing the world and understanding what's being placed in front of you, even in the dreamland was, uh, you know, was eye opening as well. So I was seeing them in both, both realms. Mm. So you must've done, you are saying you had a lot of PTSD from that sort of thing along the way. Did that, um, like obviously you've done a lot of healing and a lot of work around that the shadow work and that sort of stuff can you talk a bit about that 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, man, I would have probably been maybe 15, 16 when I really felt like something wasn't quite right, um, you know, with myself, you know, but I had football, so I played league um, and like league was my dream. So from five years old, all I wanted to do was play league for the for the Kiwis, you know, like I didn't want to be an all black like every other New Zealander did. I wanted to play league for the Kiwis. Um, and that's what kept me going. So like you hear about all these, you know, teenage suicides and things like that. And I, and I believe that it was rugby league that kept, kept me alive because it, it, it allowed me to sort of release all that shit on a, on a Tuesday night, on a Thursday night. And then on a Saturday, you know, like, like playing those games and, and releasing that, that tension and that, built up anger and things like that, that were, that were all inside. And, and in all honesty, I carried that until I was, I would have been 31, 32. Um, and I was actually living in, in Wynnum, Australia in, in Brisbane. Mm. Um, and I got home invaded with a dude with a double barrel sawn off shotgun um, at one o'clock in the morning and woke me up, you know, gun to the head, you know, he was cracked out of his brain. Uh, he was looking for drugs and stuff like that. That I didn't have anything in the house of, of anything that was worth it for him anyway. Um, and it was sort of at that moment that I real that was, it was at that moment that there was this moment that I was standing in my doorway in my bedroom um, and he was standing just in the hallway there. And, and I looked at him and, and cause you know, I've been going through this depression and that I, I man, I was just surviving at this point in time. I was just living, you know, like I existing would be the probably the best word way to put it. And I remember saying to him, I was like, you think I'm scared of that? Like, fuck, I want to do that. If you're going to pull the trigger for me, that's fucking better off. Do it. Like it was, it, it was no matter, but there was a moment when he pulled his finger from the side of the gun. And I always remember this, the side of the gun and pulled it down to the trigger. And that was the moment, like, when they say your life flashes before your eyes, your life flashes before your eyes. Every moment in that moment, just it, it, there's nothing else. There's just your life is going at a million miles an hour. And then that was the moment I went, I want to live, mm -hmm. you know, and that's the moment that changed everything. I was happy, like I was lucky enough to have a set of spare keys in my drawer, which was right next to me. So I put my hand in there, grabbed them, had a, you know, at the time, a $30,000 BMW. So I said, here, take it. You know, like, fuck, piss off, go away. Um, got him out the door, got out of there. And, and it was from that moment on that I realized that I had to stop playing victim because the more I kept playing victim, the more the shit just kept happening to me and that I wanted to live. And that in order to live, I had to stop being this victim mentality. And that now that I look back on that, which happened, you know, eight, nine, well, about eight years ago now, that's what ended up making me, you know, be the person I am today because it brought me out of that hole. It actually brought me out of the hole. So, you know, when people say to me, fuck, you've been through some shit, like it, it brought, it put me through it to take me to somewhere else, you know, and I had to understand that later. Um, mm. But the post-traumatic stress disorder and all that was just a compound of just knowing and watching humanity crumble in front of you 
and not being able to do anything. And then when you do say something, people don't even want to hear you because they don't believe it. And, you know, so you just shut up and then you go into the, like I said, the deep depressions and things like that. And then obviously I had a big trigger event to get me back out of it. So, mm. um, you know, it was just one of those things. It was a, it was a big trigger. It was either I died today or I'm going to continue living. So I chose to continue to live. Mm. Far outway. That is just so powerful. It's such a powerful story. And, you know, being able to look back and see it for the catalyst moment that you needed at that time to really pull you up from the rock bottom that you were, you were at. Um, that is just so powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, it was, uh, it needed to happen though, you know, like it, yeah. it, it just, it is what it is. You know, I don't, I don't hold any, any grudge to it. You know, um, I don't hold any of that to it. It just, I needed a boot up my ass and it needed a big one. So in order for me to you know and and i will say it's 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 helped out so much with what i'm doing today too because now that i've already faced my death like what else do you have to fear yeah it's already been put into my face so i've got nothing else to fear so when i speak out in that there's there's no inch of fear like towards anything like whatever happens happens from here on out like i've already dodged death once or twice so we're good (laughs) (laughs) i love that i love that that is so that is so cool that is so cool there's just i think those moments as well like um everyone has different things that happen along in their life and they might have these really big catalyst moments like you did or you know there might be you've got a visitor (laughs) that all good Carry on. No, sorry, sorry. No, no, happened to me the other day. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> you're all right. All good, all good. Um, yeah, and um, but it is those moments that can really pull you out. And I guess sometimes the further you are in the hole, I guess so to speak, you need those bigger moments just to rip you out. And uh, we all have different parts of our journey where we might have uh, littler things along the way, or we just have this massive moment where it just slaps you in the face um and yeah but you could have gone two ways too and that's the thing like I love how you said that you know you don't want to live in that victim mindset anymore and that is such a thing that I think humanity is going through as a collective as well like the more we're in victimhood the more we can't stand in our power and um and be who we are because we're putting things outside of us as well. Um, But when we stand in our power and know who we are, that's when we can make amazing changes in the world. And obviously it's starting within. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's like, that's what I tell everyone. The the most powerful, the most powerful thing to do on this journey is just to remember who the fuck you are, you know, like it's the most powerful thing. Cause once you remember that, then everything else becomes easy yeah absolutely easy yeah you saying that for some reason so at the end of uh for people who aren't following Wados on instagram yet the at the bottom of pretty much every post you always write remember who the fuck you are and for some reason and i don't know how it happened that that line has um like connected with the number 144 for me so every time yeah just recently that's happened and so every time I see 144 now even though I've got other understandings of it as well I just like in my head remember who the fuck you are (laughs) so thanks for that (laughs) yep and that 144 being a nine it makes it divine too so you see just the beginning and the end 
Yeah, yeah. Well, since we're talking about numbers, something that you have on your Instagram yeah. as well, 369. We know the power of 369, but I reckon you should chinwag a bit about that for people to get into it. Are you excited? <laughs> oh, it's a deep one. It's a deep hole when you when you start going down the, the 369 hole. It's, it's something that, you know, like I've I've taken classes on and, and you know, it, it's a, you know, I take them on a journey over about over about a month's time to, to really get it and you know, to get them understanding it, but I take them right back to the basics of, of the binary code. So to understand how the mathematics of the world works, how the, you know, like gematria and, um, and, and, you know, like the um, geometric patterns and things like that, it's, it's actually breaking it right back down to the mathematics of, um, of the binary code. So, which is just ones and zeros. Mm. You know, so ones and zeros are, um, um, you know, the easiest way I, I, I put this world and in, in to break it down to those numbers in the binary world is we live in an analog world, you know, like up, down, left, right, you know, um, blue, red, for instance, you know, two opposite sides of spectrum, you know, on, off, um, everything's a one and a zero, you know, so it's the same thing as, as the way that, that a computer runs as well. And the more that you start breaking down these computers and these these genetic, um, oh, sorry, and these sacred geometries and stuff like that, you start to find that um, all the maths always leads you to a to most most of the time or ninety nine point nine percent of the time you you end up with a nine. So, and the nine is is a lot of people always ask you why why the nine. So the nine is the divine. Um, the nine is the beginning and the end. So, um, you know. Everyone looks at eight, you know, they look at eight, they stay, they use the eight for the, um, you know, you got to turn that side on, that becomes the infinity symbol, um, past, present, future. But on the negative side of that eight, it's also the soul trap, mm. you know, so there's, there's two sides to every number as well. And that's why the nine is the beginning and the end, um, because the nine is the divine. So it's, it's who we are. It's, it's, you know, what we're made up of. We're made up of carbon, carbon 12 uh, molecules, which are made up of, again, we go down the line of, of uh, numerolo numerology again, we're made up of the carbon 12, which is made up of six neutrons, six electrons and six protons. Hence where the 666 comes from. Mm. Um, you add those six together, gives you 18, gives you nine again. We are the divine, you know, we are the source that, that they don't want us to know that we are the source. And then this is why they keep us in fear and stuff like that, because they need us to manifest the world they want to exist. So I call it resourcing the source. Um, so they're putting fear into us, which changes our coding. We change the coding of the realm that we're in, or we're changing the um, the numerology of the world that, we, that we're living in at this point in time. And then we'll shift from positive to negative, depending on where we go but the three the six and the nine obviously um you know I, I suggest everyone just go and take a deep dive into it because it will start expanding your mind it's it's a lot to explain in in a little bit but um it's written into everything it's written into your chakras it's written into planets if you if you don't you know whatever you want to call them um you know it's 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 written into our space time as well so it's pretty much part of the matrix um as such 
But the binary code itself is back to front, and that's the problem is we live in an inverted world. So everything that we read right now is back to front and even in numerology. So um, hence why I sort of teach numerology so people can understand how to speak to, you can speak to the world around you, you can speak to the ether around you by using numerology, by coding. Um, the, a lot of the original languages that, um, that we believe humanity first spoke is all numerology uh hebrew itself is numerology itself mm. um you know all those old languages so yeah it, it's it's a deep hole um and it takes a lot of understanding but it's one of those ones where people just need to take their time with and and start to um start to read into numbers and then once they start speaking to the ether around them and the world around them and start speaking in numbers the rest will come to you it'll it'll start speaking to you so um yeah it's it's when everyone starts to understand 369 they'll, they'll start to understand the universe mm. nikola tesla talks about it a lot as well you know so there's absolutely there yeah so yeah. you do a course on that don't you yes yeah? i do yeah. yeah 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 have you got one coming up at the moment or um not at the moment we just finished one um it was about a week ago now we just finished the last one um but the you know just for everyone out there there are you know the courses are available to be brought as well so you can buy them oh. um you know as an after afterthought if there's some people that come in and we'll just get all four and sit down and watch all four at once pretty much and mm -hmm. um but each episode's about an hour and a half long i don't like to over um, overdo people's minds because we don't want anyone uh losing their shit or splitting their mind at the moment <laughs> not anymore that they already are no no <laughs> no that's that's awesome that's uh we'll link it at the end in the description um so i'll get all of those details from you so people can just look it up that'd be awesome perfect thank you love it love it yeah i've always been fascinated with numbers and i know there's just so much more to it like you said like it's just you take time and what it means at the time to you as well it helps expand and grow you like it might have meant something else at one point and then you learn more so there's always layers isn't there yeah there's layers on layers on layers and there's different ways of reading everything so um but the one thing just so that everyone that is watching this you understand the true numbers are only numbers one to nine so mm -hmm zero doesn't mean anything it's a man-made manipulated number and then from nine onwards is man-made as well from there on out so mm. yeah one to nine is the true numbers yeah remember who the fuck you are yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh that's awesome um so there's heaps there's so much i know where we can go right now and i do have some notes and things but before i do that is there anything on your heart right now that you just feel like talking about right now anything on my heart right now um doesn't matter if there isn't not not really i guess i yeah actually uh, it's more about where we are at this point in time and and i guess you know for australia and new zealand we're both in these points of you know aussie you've got that the yes no vote coming right we've we've, yeah. we've we've got to look at that um and new zealand we've got an election coming you know we're, we're coming down to these these points of of no return as such um a point of no return and, and i don't mean that it's not a point of no return we can come back from obviously from if it went sideways um but i think people just need to actually step back um not be so emotionally attached to these situations um mm -hmm. 
when people start making emotional decisions on these things, it, it, it curbs the, the true fact to it. Um, I'm all for saying no to the Aussie thing. You know, I'm, you know, the, I'm not even voting in New Zealand because they can all go and get stuffed. I, you know, like the, for New Zealand, for me, you know, these people took away our livelihoods and things, you know, only two and a half years ago. Why the hell am I, why do, why do I want to give them a job again? Mm. They want to take my job from me. Why should I give them a job? Even though that they're selected, not elected, um, you know, it's kind of like, why, why do I even want to consent to them at all at this point in time to, to the point in time where I'm, I'm turned to just walk away from the system? It, it, have my straw man, have my fucking whatever, have that. I don't care for it. I am a living free man and I will continue to be a free man, you know, and that's the same with the, you know, especially the stuff that's going on in Aussie at the moment, you know, with the division. That's what they're trying to do. This is what the voice is about more than anything is about creating division is divide and conquer. Yeah. You know, um, we have it in New Zealand at the moment with this thing with, because of the Treaty of Waitangi, they're trying to bring in co-governance. You know, the co-governance is actually about taking away from both sides, not actually giving to either, but it creates divisions. They can divide and conquer. And, And that's what these entities do you know and once you know when you read books like you know the art of war you know you can see it a a mile away exactly the steps they're taking to divide us as a nation um you know something like australia and even new zealand we haven't been this divided in 50 60 years you know like um and and we're seeing divisions that we shouldn't even be seeing today um and I just, I guess what's on my heart is I just want people to take a step back and and have a look at the bigger fucking picture going on, not just what the news is telling you, you know, and that goes for a lot of the freedom, so-called freedom fighters out there and the and the so-called truthers out there that like to, and I, and I will mention this too, that like to say that they don't listen to the media and everything, yet as soon as the media drops something, they drop it just as fast, it's, it's clickbait, mm. you know. Um, and if you really want anything to do with the news, I suggest everyone go and just do a quick YouTube search and, and watch the newsbenders um, that was done in 1968. Um, the newsbenders in 1968, and, and you'll see exactly what they do. But it's just controlling both sides. Um, and and it ends up that that some of these people end up being, a, and I hate using the word, but a psyop on, their, on, on, their, on themselves. Mm, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's sort of <laughs> where yeah, I'm yeah. at. No, no, I feel <laughs> and I think look, uh, what you said too, like to be able to step back and look big picture um, and be able to like look at the wine bottle from the outside and, and, and stand in a place of balance. And I think that that's because the pendulum swings so much and we've all been there where we've gone one way and we've gone the other way. But when I love what you said, when you can step back and try and look at everything big picture uh, that's that's when we can stand in our power, stand our truth, and just see things for the, I guess, a bit of the game that's being played. You know. Yeah, absolutely, and and you see it at the moment. What I see at the moment too is like we've got this this shift back to like a a, a more spirituality kind of side rather than a religious side, mm. and that's actually a division in itself. You mm. know, like we've actually got to somehow find the balance between the two like it's we're not going to go back to this indigenous world where we lived in mud huts and that like 
it's just not we've got houses everywhere like yeah. they can't destroy everything um but we're also not going to be you know obviously we also don't want to go the ai route and, and you know have a fall over with that kind of thing so we've actually got to stop you know people have gone one way they've gone so far to spirituality or they've gone so far to religion this way or they're going straight for the science over here like just stop like just stop everything and just have a look around you know like and then like actually just look at it with an open mind rather than like no this is the only way or this is the only way um because there's a million routes but um we just got to open each door yeah there are there are a million routes out there like yeah. so for, for you then like um uh, with everything that's going on and um you know where you're seeing things and you know where you're at right now basically how do you see and sense and feel things playing out like I know that we will never know for sure but when you know when you tap into your intuition and your heart what what does it feel like for you well at the moment like I'm going to be completely honest I, I I feel like I'm in a very I call it a holding pattern I feel like I'm being held up right now yeah um you know it, it's just energetically just feels like I'm in this month to month rotation like this merry go round because I'm waiting for everyone to catch up you know like it's not quite we're not quite there yet um and, and that's the truth of it and it's not about waking people up like we already have enough people that are aware of what's going on in the world it's just making those people who are aware more aware mm. you know and and getting them to understand the depths of 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 what they're actually in you know um it's working with what we've got already and and i guess too many people are focused on waking the next person up when when in reality it's like yes there's been a few of us that have had our jobs you know early on to to start waking up the world um but at this point in time that's not your job anymore you sh you shouldn't be worrying about waking people up you know people will wake up on their own you know on their own um uh, in their own time um, from here on out because if they haven't through what's been done they're either not going to wake up or they're going to need something that's going to trigger them hugely to in order to wake them up but I think we need to concentrate on on the people who are already awake and, and already are aware and it's just about getting them I, I think more it's about getting the people from behind the screens to you know sort of standing and, and doing things in real life you know um mm crossing that line in the sand um and just not fearing anything because i and, and it's what i tell most of my followers too um is that i want people to see what i see like step over that just step over that line and you're going to see what i see and you can see the world for how beautiful it is but you can also see the world for you, you see both sides of it so mm. um you sort of stand in the middle and, and then once you realize that that you know that you shouldn't be standing in the middle and, and walking your own path again it makes things life easier again mm. because it's just minimizing shit from your life like nope don't need that nope don't need that nope don't need that um but where i see things sort of going and and i always say this is is you know we haven't seen the worst of the worst yet um you know we've got a financial collapse coming um you know which is going to obviously um cause a you know it's probably going to cause more than more than what we think riots and all sorts i'm hoping it doesn't get to that point i i 
yeah, I, I manifest as best as I can not for that to happen. But, you know, if shit does hit the fan, that's where it's going because people mm. will want to eat and things like that. So it'll, it'll become a struggle. Um, but I also, the other thing I have to laugh at every, I, I laugh at it every day as well, is that, you know, the way the world is right now, the inflation that's going on, the cost of living, you know, the, all this rising, yet people still get up and go to work. Like, you know, if you going to your job sometimes isn't even putting a meal on your table at the end, you've just paid your rent and your power. Mm. So what's the point of getting up and, and slaving your, your ass off in a world that, you know, not paying you enough to live? So, um, you know, I'm hoping that sometimes soon people will understand that and start, you know, staying at home. Because mm. I think once we shut the economy down, we, you know, <laughs> we'll be good to go. It will be funny, um, good to go there. So, mm. yeah. 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 Mm. So much there with everything you were saying. I think, um, like, that's one thing for, for me as well. I work with people to create what it is that we do want to create in our lives and uh, reprogramming our subconscious mind to to sh have show up what we want to show up. And a, a story, because you're in New Zealand, uh, this isn't the one I was going to share, by the way, but I remember going um, to New Zealand and uh, this is probably about four or five years ago. And I've been waking up for qu quite a long, long time before that, but I had this feeling like do I need to start this truth media channel and tell everyone what's going on and so I asked for clarity when I got to, uh, in New Zealand um, and when I got there in the South Island which was just freaking phenomenal by the way <laughs> as you know um, I just had this no nah, that's not what that's not going to be the best use like how may I best serve was a question as well and it wasn't that but I didn't have clarity on what it would be and so I feel like for me, it's like coming up with the solution. Like we know what the problem is. Now it's working on the solution. And when we're working with people who are awake and aware and they know what's going on, it's the, the power within, like we are the creators, like to your point before when you were saying as well, like we have, um, we're the ones who create. So when we're in a fear level, we are creating from that frequency. So if we want to create new, we need to create from a frequency of being aware of how freaking powerful we are. And the more of us doing that work, then that's just game on. That is game on. And that to me is how we shift consciousness. That's how we see the world blossom into the beauty and come back to what it already is, but just see more of that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That You know, that's a powerful thing to also ask, especially in the South Island too, you know, like, the, the spiritual connection and the connection to the rest of the world down in the South Island is, is massive. So the answers you're getting down there, you, you, you never double question, you never question what they have to say, you know, um, you know, they, when I question myself down there, so I ended up in a place called, in a place called Whitecliffe, which is the Valley of the Teachers. Oh. Um, and this is where the Waitaha came in and they used to bring down um, people from North America, South America, um, the witches from, or what, what they call the witches from up in Europe. Um, you know, we had Middle Eastern people come down, Egypt, Persia, all these people they used to come down and, and learn in this valley, um, which is in Whitecliffe in New Zealand, which is about 40 k's from Castle Hill, um, which is also what they used to call the birthplace of the gods. Um, not God as in singular, gods as in multiple. Um, and 
you know the knowledge that is written into that land like the coding of the whole world like we're speaking about numerology before the coding of the whole world is written into the land of the south island um mm. using sanskrit so it was written into the land um and hidden um and the reason why it was hidden was because the witches and everyone were getting burnt and on the stake and everything up in up in europe at that stage um so we actually went up there and saved we called them the teachers and the children of the teachers and brought them back to the south island of new zealand um and then obviously later on there was another arrival in new zealand which caused a few wars and things like that and they we shifted them from the south island to to the north island up from up in waipua forest which is where i'm from mm. um and it was funny and, and i am getting to why i was talking about this story but I went and visited back to Whitecliffe and and it was funny because one of the Komatu was there who's, who's protector of the land. Um, I had it, you know, we'd been speaking quite a bit and, and sitting down with him. And then just as I was leaving, he goes, he said, he turned to me, he goes, oh, I forgot to ask, bro. He goes, oh, where'd you come from? Where do you come from? You know, I said, oh, the Waimamalki Marae in, in Openoni in, in the Waipu, you know, up in the Waipua Forest. And he did stopped in his tracks. They, eh? like, just stopped. And he had this weird look on his face. And I was like, oh, here we go. Like, what's my tribe done? Or what's, you know, like, what have we done to annoy you? Or, you know, and he just said to me, he goes, do you know what? He goes, you are the one that needs to speak the truth of New Zealand. And I said, well, why? And he goes, because the prophecy spoke of the truth can't be spoken of of the Waitaha and, and the truth of New Zealand until someone returned back from the north. Mm. I was the first one to return straight back from the north from where the, you know, from where it was, um, where we had kept them safe. So um, from there on out, this is where my journey's been, um, traveling up and down New Zealand, pretty much asking questions similar to what you've asked all over the, all over the country. Wow. That's yeah. epic, isn't it? That's it was it was like, here we go. <laughs> Far out. That is so yeah. I'll get the full body goosebumps you would have got in that moment. That's for sure. Oh, it was, it, it's just like, and I guess this is the, the other thing that, that happens too, is you always go back to, well, why me? Mm. You know, why is it on my shoulders, you know? But at the same time, I'm like, well, this is what it's born for. Like, yeah, let's go. Like, I've got no fear behind it. So, um, you know, and, and being part moldy myself and, and, and um, being very heavily rooted in, the, in this land here, um, that's that bridge between two worlds, you know, that I talk about. I'm a bridge between, you know, and, and I'm not being racist, but so people understand, I'm like a bridge between the white man and the moldy, you know, mm. like um, the indigenous and, and the British that came down here, you know. So um, that's sort of where my bridge between... I. I've got to go both ways. So yeah, yeah, become that bridge and, and trying to, to make them work together. Yeah. Yeah. And just with the story you sh shared before, like there's no way, like, I guess that experience wouldn't have happened. And that um, knowing that, yeah, I've, I've faced death. So yeah, I know that this will, like you can see looking back how everything is there for us. Like everything, even though that we can go through the shittiest times, those things are there for us to help us on our journey into where we're supposed to be. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. You just, 
once you look back at you start you but again like i tell everyone just stop like stop mm -hmm. thinking about everything else and go back and look at those times yeah that's it you just got to be in a moment of silence and you'll you'll figure out the good and everything that's happened because that's what we're here to do learn lesson mm, yeah so. absolutely and we we're talking off air about new zealand because it's just i've been there once uh, like i said and it was just phenomenal like i like i was saying i I've only ever had gone on the warm holiday. So I went on a cold holiday and it was just freaking breathtaking. And I just seeing those mountains and just the, oh, the snow and just, it's just breathtaking. You can't explain it until you're there because they just really take your breath away. And I remember feeling in different parts too, picking up on different energies. And there was one uh, where I didn't really, I couldn't really put my finger on the energy. I didn't know if it was good. I didn't know if it was bad. Well, you know, uh, what I was feeling into um, but I just I there was just a different feeling about it you know and it was just epic I would love to go again I can't wait um, and I remember having this experience in Lake Tekapo so you know how up there you've got the big um, oh, what are they called microscopes what are they called the uh, telescope yeah yeah so yep. you can um that night, uh, my partner and I went up there and um, unfortunately it was a bit cloudy, but I did get to have a, like a really good look at Saturn. I'm like, is someone putting a picture in there? Cause it was just right there. But what was really random was when we were coming up on the bus, I remember seeing these four cars in a row. It was dark and they all were the exact same car and they were driving so close to each other. And I learned that there's some sort of base around near there do you know much about that because i'll just never forget that as well yeah there's um waipua spy base is not far from there yeah spy base. so um it's pretty much just like your aussie's pine gap just a little bit smaller yeah uh, well a lot smaller than pine gap pine gap's the biggest one in the world but um yeah that take that's got you know satellites under it and it takes in you know billions of data every day um you know, just from our cell phones and, you know, the frequencies and all sorts. So, yep, that's a, that, as far as I'm aware, is being taken over by China at the moment too, so. Interesting. Yes. Um, I did know, so obviously that's where the Five Eyes base is for New Zealand. Um, I happened to, I wouldn't really call them a whistleblower, but um, I was... Give it, I was made contact uh, with someone that was like a social media person for Five Eyes. Mm. Um, and they were like, um, we've been living a, you know, conspiracy my whole life and I didn't even know. Mm. Um, and he pretty much spilled his guts on, on everything that he'd been doing. Um, and we've released bits and pieces of it, but um, he's, he's now missing at the moment. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> well, he's not missing. I I can find him if I have to, but he's, okay. he's missing in the in the um, in the eyes of everyone else. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, we managed to get a little bit out, but um, yeah, we we've been hit with a we got hit with a fifty million dollar lawyer case at one stage. Oh really? Wow! Yeah, if, if we didn't remove a um, podcast about the New Zealand water, so. <laughs> wow um yeah um we managed to get a little bit out of that but yeah that's apparently been taken over by um china at this point in time hence why um the other countries didn't want new zealand to join back to the five eyes mm. 
Wow. There's just so much there. So interesting that I, I brought that up too. And just yeah. that energy. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, crazy. There's also, there's also a lot of, um, you know, a lot of the celebrities buy their um, fallout shelters around uh, around Queenstown um, in New down in South Island. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, and the reason why they're down there is because that is a solid rock base. So if the earthquakes, you know, the they talk about the mud floods and things like that. Mm -hmm. If anything like that was to happen, those they would be fine because it's a solid rock base. So there's no, they wouldn't get flooded with mud or anything like that. Yeah, right. So there's so um so the whole way down it's solid rock, but moving all the time, like yeah, yeah, because that's yeah. how the mountains are formed, obviously. But yeah, yes. right. Wow, so fascinating, isn't it? Such a cool place. There's just yeah, there's so much awesome in there, isn't there? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And we'll be we'll be calling the South Island home very soon. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, can't wait. We'll have yeah. to do a, uh, another podcast when you're there, then you know. Oh, you will, don't you worry. We'll make the sure the mountains are in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just have to, I'll find a way to get over there and just let's do it in real life because this yeah. place is epic. Yeah, do you do oh. the crazy stuff over there like jumping, like bungee jumping and stuff like that? No, I like my two feet yeah. solid on the ground. I ain't par I never parachuted and I ain't never been bungee jumping. I don't trust either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, thank you. I'll, I'll stick to my four wheels on my skateboard. That's enough. <laughs> Yeah, the skateboarding. So you have to yeah. uh, skateboard park down at um, Queenstown Skate Park. Yep, yep. Stay there's a few down too. there. Yep, yeah, there's a few down there. So, so I one of the deals were was um, I don't mind moving to the South Island as, as as long as there's a skate park nearby. So yeah, um, yeah, we make sure of that. <laughs> yeah, well, my partner's a skateboarder as well. So he like when we went over, he like, packed the skateboard just to be able to do that. So <laughs> it's yeah, awesome. It's a great sport. I wish I could do it, but I just, you're so in the moment, aren't you? Yes. Like, and you just, it's one of those, um, like I could watch it for ages. To me, it's like meditation, um, yeah. but just like, cause, and it teaches you resilience. It teaches you, you know, you fall, you get back up again. It's, it's, that's life. Yep. It's exactly it. And, and, you know, that's what it's, it's persistence, resilience, you know, um, it's why I, pretty much skateboard every day it's it's to bring me back to the here and now you know mm -hmm. because if i'm not in the here and now while i'm standing on that on that skateboard i'm going to get hurt you know yeah. so it forces you to to come back to the now you know and and block out all this other noise um and that's what it really does for me is it just keeps keeps me centered mm, like yeah. you said it's it's meditation yeah yeah it does. It keeps you centered. Anything that can get you doing that, that's that's the shit. That's where the magic happens, isn't it? Absolutely. You, you can't do anything else. No. <laughs> if you did decide to bungee jump, I'm pretty sure that you'd have that kind of moment too, but you don't need to. <laughs> no, thank you. No, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of people who's agreeing with you on that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, far out. That anyway. Oh, far out. So what else, what else do you want to share while we're hanging out? Because... Uh, is there anything else you want to chat about? Because I feel like there's so much that I could. There's a lot. It, it's it's yeah. hard. I, I, you know, I, I just go wherever we're, we're sort of directed to go. But, um, yeah. you know, like I said, when you when you asked before about what was on my heart and things like that, I think that's that's the biggest thing for people out there. And, and I just want people to know that everything is going to be OK. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it when we've got to go through these, these moments, you know, and, and it, it, this is just our moment that we've got to go through in our history. You know, it's, yeah. it's all these events happen that combine to make our 
human history one you know um and i think the other thing is is also is is to stop i guess for people out there as well to just stop the whole we are one thing because yes we are one consciousness at the end of the day and things like that but we are individuals as well mm. and you know when we're all going oh we've got to be one we've got to be one we don't want to be a bunch of robots and a bunch of sheep again like mm. we've got to use our individuality to create the collective consciousness that we want you know and and that's to go out and learn the things that that you know i might individually learn something that you don't know and then you know something that i don't know you know and so forth and that's how we come together as individuals so i guess i want people like i like i always say to remember who they are to remember who the fuck they are actually and to um you know and and go out and, and be them you know mm. and then bring that goodness back to the collective when it's needed um you know don't do things just because society tells you to do them you know look outside the box um yeah it, it's you know humanity's got so much good things going for it, it we just have to see it and, mm. and and just see it for what it is rather than than being in this perpetual cycle of fear so uh yeah I, that that's sort of yeah where i want to share i just want people to know that we're going to be okay and mm. as long as we stay on our own two feet and we don't you know, we don't crawl on out of here. Yeah. Well, we're all pieces of the puzzle, aren't we? Like, yeah. I, I really like, I, I, that is such a beautiful point to make because I think a lot of us, we've like been conditioned to try and be the same in, in society. And like, yes, big picture, we are all one and we are connected, but we're here to have an individual experience. We weren't born, I wasn't born as waiter, so I was born as Narita, so I can experience life as Narita and however that looks for me. And same with you. And I love what you said as well too, like we're here to, I'll learn my bits and you'll learn yours. And that's how we share and that's how we co-create. And, you know, things like the AI, they can't create. What we can do is we can create. And so that is, we're so freaking powerful. We're so freaking powerful. And when we remember that, I mean, that's where the beauty is. And we keep like stepping into our power more and more. And I think that is what is exciting for what's to come because, you know, us remembering that and just going, oh, fuck it. I don't want to worry about this shit anymore. I'll just, you know, so many of us have different things and paths that we've walked, but, you know, we can keep looking at it or we can go, all right, I know it's there. I'm aware of it. I want to change it. How will I do that? I'll do it myself. I'll do it within and I'll do it with others, you know, like and I'll show up my way. And and that's, yeah. So I guess in a nutshell, you were saying be yourself. And I think that's who we need oh. to be as well. Yeah. Yep, I think too many people out there worry about being the, the same as the next dog, you know, or being the same as the, you know, they don't want to upset, you know, the the rotation of society or anything like that. Well, you know, some of us are here to upset the rotation of society. Some of us are here to, you know, I always say that I, I was sent here to step on people's to toes and tell them it's time to move, you know, like, um, and, and I guess that's where, you know, again, people also take me, um, you know, they can take me either either way, you know, because I'm so just straight down the middle. I don't care if I if I stand on your toes. I don't care if I've offended you. I don't care if, if what you think is offensive, you know, what you what you think that I've said is offensive because, mm. you know, at the end of the day, like I'm just speaking what, you know, the, the truth that I know. Yeah. Um, 
and and putting forth and, and my intentions behind it are pure their their intent my intention behind everything is is not even it's got nothing to do with me mm. it's got nothing to do with you it's got nothing to do with the man next door it's got to do with the generations to come you know that's what i worry about i worry about you know my nieces and nephews their kids their grandkids you know and, and things like that like are we going to sit here and roll over like dogs and then allow them to just control us? Or are we going to stand up and hand over the land and the knowledge that we've learned in these times to the generations to come so they can live in a world of freedom that we didn't have, you know? Mm. Um, and that's, you know, that's what I do this for. It's, it's never been about me. It's never been about anyone else. It's, it's always been about what I can give when I'm gone. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that so much. It's just, yeah, that's beautiful, Wados. I love it. And you're right. It's the intention behind it. I think mm. that is the power and the key to so much of everything. It's where we're coming from. It's you're coming from a place of purity. You're coming from a place of wanting to make a difference. It's it's not what's in it for me. It's what what's in it for what's to come. You know. So yeah. No, absolutely. It's it's a. Uh... You know, and, and I that's what people don't sometimes don't see with me, you know, is, is that, you know, because I do get annoyed and I'm not going to I'm not going to lie. I'm, I, I have I'm on both sides of the scales. You know, I can go from being fucking Mr. Nice Guy to probably the biggest asshole you've ever met in your <laughs> life, you know, but um, I'm just going to say it how it is, whether I, you know, like I said to you, whether I stand on your toes or not, mm. you know, my opinion, and I've always said this is, you know, like with my even my my close mates you know i'd rather my mates tell me i'm a fucking asshole than someone else tell me i'm not because i'm going to listen to him and i'm going to be like all right i gotta i gotta change some shit you know like because i'm i'm that type of person or whatever mm. so i'd rather hear it from someone that that i know or that um that actually gives a shit about me because then i actually know that they give a shit about me to say hey look you know, you're being a dick over here or you're, you know, so-and-so over here or whatever. And then I can change that, you know, um, but I'm going to straight shoot every time, you yeah. know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bend my bullet because, you know, it might hurt your feelings, you know, yeah. it, it just is what it is. And if I've hurt your feelings again, just like everyone else, you know, go and ask yourself why you, your feelings are hurt from what I've said. Mm. Um, I'm a shadow worker, so I'm going to trigger you no matter what. Yeah, yeah. And I love your directness, um, Wade. Also, to me, I love knowing where I stand <laughs> with someone, you know, so yeah. um, it's really cool. But uh, uh, to what you're saying as well too, like if you, you know, you piss someone off in the wrong way, you've got a friend who can say, hey, mate, like you respect that opinion and um, you go there because you're not trying to be an asshole on purpose. You're, you're, you're coming from that pure place. So, and sometimes we um, need to be able to be mirrored and um, it's the shadow self as well. Like you were saying too, like if something does piss you off, the first thing to always do is look at, well, why did that piss me off? Like, what is it in me that needs to be looked at and healed? And like, there's also that fine line to be discerning with yourself too. Like maybe that guy was just a wanker or, you know, like you gotta, you gotta be able to real. And that's why self-awareness is so key as well, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. some people like I say it again, just, just to add, I, I say it many times over to a lot of people over there, you know, once we start to work out what's going on in the world, not everyone's going to continue loving everyone. You know, mm -hmm. we're still going to have people that disagree and, and people that don't like such and such because their energy is different to this person's energy. Like, 
you know, it's just about finding, again, the balance in the world. You know, um, it, it's we've got to find that balance. Um, being able to agree to disagree and things like that and be able to not go to war over a disagreement or things like that, that's far better than, you know, go go home, call them an asshole, all good. It's better than going to war, you know. Mm. Um, so I, I think that's something else that we have to have a realistic view at, at what the world's going to be be like too and and it's not just going to be all love and light you know it's it's um we've got to find the middle road so the yin and yang yeah i'm so glad you said that because we do live in a world of duality so it's not like it's going to be sunshine and lollipops when everyone's sort of like on the same page we all have our different like you said energies we, we resonate with different people some of us like skateboarding some of us like scootering like you know there's always going to be different but if we can agree to disagree, that's where the harmony comes in and uh, not having to go to war. Love that. <laughs> yeah, no one, no more loss of lives. You know, we're going to have, we're going to have enough coming. So, um, and I think that's something else that people have to be prepared for out there too, that um, there is going to be more, we've already had excess, you know, I, I don't speak about this very often anymore, but, you know, we've already had an excess death through, through 2023. So, um, something else humanity has to be prepared for is just you know we're going to be burying more of our our loved ones and and it's just something that people have to accept and be prepared to to do when it when time comes when the push comes to shove but it it's yeah unfortunately it is what it is yeah yeah we've yeah. got to walk the path we chose to be here at this time and so you know knowing ourselves and remembering who the fuck we are that's key isn't it <laughs> yeah. absolutely just remembering that's yeah. you know you're your ancestors have been through everything. Your your family, your DNA's traveled thousands of years to to be where it is today. So mm. um, just know that yeah, at the end of the day, everything's within. Yeah. Everything's within. It is. It is. Couldn't have said it better myself. Love it. Everything is within. Um, Wade Os, it has been so bloody awesome chatting with you. How can people find you? Where can they find you? Oh, easiest place to find me is just on um, Instagram. So um waydos w-a-y-d-o-s underscore is my you know my my main page and uh, we have wade's world wade's world nz so that's w-a-y-d-e-s dot world nz on instagram as well um i don't do facebook or anything one social media is enough for me so yeah <laughs> um that's it and also wade's world on youtube as well um there's about 10 or 11 episodes up at the moment um that are live there i mean i've got about 30 odd episodes on spotify as well so wade's world on spotify um and they will be added to in a coming time shortly as well awesome that is so cool and you've got your course as well so for you listening uh thank you so much for tuning in by the way i uh, hope you've loved this conversation as much as i know i have and i'm sure you have too wade us i hope absolutely <laughs> absolutely it. i'll link everything um in the description so if you want to connect with wade uh if you want to jump on the course anything like that that'll all be in the description uh but yeah so thank you for being here if you haven't subscribed by the way do that subscribe to the channel uh give it a review on anywhere you listen to podcasts as well if that rings your bells wait us thank you so so much for being here on the show it's been so awesome chatting with you uh yeah just thanks again no thank you and again thank you for having me on and, and asking me to be part of part of your podcast and um you know like i said once i get mine back around we'll um we'll, we'll do a reverb and we'll we'll catch you on my one 
Um, so I could ask you some of the some of the eerie questions too, but no, thank you and and appreciate um, the time given and and being able to sit down and listen to me also. So thank you very much. And um, to everyone else out there, thank you guys for sitting here and and listening to us um, chat away. And I hope that you know um, there was something in there that you each um, could take away from. It. Beautiful. Thanks so much, Wade.